Well, this is the latest episode. I talk about a few things. Um, and I, I talk about at least one movie that I'm pretty sure a lot of you have not heard of. That's cool. I enjoyed Maybe, maybe now you'll hear about it and you'll be interested. Let's get started. The the Wonder Woman sequel, Wonder Woman 84, Wonder Woman 1984, not, I sometimes forget the exact title, I hear is not good. I hear Gal Gadot and Chris Pine are good, but that maybe the movie's confused about its villains, or maybe the movie couldn't decide which villain they wanted to make more important than the other villain, and that... Basically, there are some problems with the movie, and it's a definite step down from the previous Wonder Woman movie. That's kind of a shame, because I was, I was looking forward to it. But I'll see next week for myself. But most of what I've seen so far, the reviews are not good. Well, we will see. But it'll be nice to see Chris Pine in a movie again. I don't think I've seen him in... I haven't seen Chris Pine in anything in a while. Um, so that would be nice. The Final Sanction is a 1990, 1990 movie about the, best, about the best soldier in America fighting the best soldier in, so, in the Soviet Union, Russia, to determine the fate of the world. Again, uh, basically to settle war between the two countries. Uh, it stars Ted Pryor and Robert Zadar. If you don't know Robert Zadar's name, you if you've seen him, you'll recognize him. He had a very um, he had a very distinctive jawline. He was also known. Uh, so if you've seen him in anything, you'd know him. David Pryor, he had a short-lived career, B-movies. He made a couple other ones. Uh, uh, another one with, like, like Future Zone. And um, this is an enjoyable little movie. It's on Amazon Prime. Maybe I kind of liked it because I've seen it before way back in the day uh, when it came out to video. <laughs> and so maybe I was feeling nostalgic, but I did enjoy it. It's it's under 90 minutes. You know, if you've never seen it, give it a shot. Oh, standard disclaimer. I don't work for Amazon. If you watch this movie, I will not get I will not be rewarded. There. Uh so yeah. Probably the first of the standard disclaimers for this episode. Maybe not the last. But I did like it. I mean, um... Zadar is actually pretty good in this role, I thought. Because I don't think I'd seen him in anything except for Maisley, where he's playing a thug. He's got a little bit more of, you know... He's a little bit more likable in this movie than he is in some of the other things I've seen him in. I like Pryor, and I just thought the whole setup was kind of neat. They're fighting on this big comp. They're fighting in this special base, and it's been all cleared out, and they've got one person doing, like, tech support telling him, 
your opponent is your opponent's fifty mile is fifty meters away, moving south or something, you know. So yeah, the final sanction. I I enjoyed seeing it again. You've you've never seen it. Give it a shot. Well, here is Undisputed Two. I've I watched that recently. This is Michael J. White and Scott Atkins fighting each other for about an hour and a half. I like Michael J. White, Michael J. White, and I like Scott Atkins. So you know, I gotta admit, I do like the I, I do like them fighting each other for an hour. I do like them fighting each other. Uh, White plays a boxing champion. He's in a Soviet prison. I'm not sure why exactly, and he's being for and uh, the jailers say they'll let him go if he fight if he fights Atkins. And uh, as I said, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm not sure why it took me years to see it. But hey, I did enjoy it, so that was good. I I, I like the training. I don't know. This is it, I guess it's kind of like a low rent Rocky Four, but whatever, you know. I enjoyed it. Um, so I may be getting into more undisputed and more of the undisputed movies. I think this was the first of the set. Directed by Isaac Florentine. And his name's popped up in these reviews before. So, we'll see. See? Who knows? Six, like four months from now, we may be doing a review of Undisputed 3. Well, I tried to watch the prom movie on Netflix. And, um... I've been known to enjoy an occasional musical, you know, like the I've got like three versions of the Miserab musical, for example. Uh, I've got, um, you know, I've been I've been known to like my occasional musical, the occasional musical. But boy, the prom is almost as bad as I've heard. Because I saw a couple, I saw one review that uh, called it insufferable, and I don't know if it's quite that bad, but uh, there's a there's a character I don't like, and I'm thinking there's this uh, there's one character I don't like, and the movie starting. I didn't even finish the movie, so yeah, the problems on Netflix. Maybe you'll get more out of it than I did. Uh, if you have Netflix, I think you'll know within the first 20 minutes if you'll want to watch it or not. But it's kind of insufferable. It's probably unfair for me to uh, say the problem is insufferable, so I'll just go with it might be insufferable. I think I watched less than 30 minutes. Maybe the movie gets better. Maybe it doesn't. Um... You know, so yeah, I just, um, uh, and, and the interest of being fair, I didn't finish the movie, 
It could have gotten better. Of course, I guess it could have remained the same, so you just don't know. But yeah, that had a pretty bad start for a movie. And so I, I, I um, gave up. So I guess I could basically say the first act of The Prom is insufferable. Wow, it's only been a year since The Last Jedi. Oh, no, sorry. It's only been a year since The Rise of Skywalker came out. That just seems kind of surprising because they've... Uh, they seem to have such big plans for Star Wars. I, I guess Star Wars. I guess Star Wars never sleeps. But yeah, just it's only been a year since the last, since uh, Rise of Skywalker. And apparently, I think the next Star Wars film out is going to be that Rogue Squadron. Movie. And that one, I don't think we're expecting before 2022. It's just kind of interesting. At one point, the head of uh, Disney said that maybe a new Star Wars movie every year was a bad idea. And now they're going to try to space them out a little bit more. Maybe uh, once every three years. And, we'll s and if that's... I mean, that seems like a good idea to me, because maybe, maybe, maybe that was a lot of Star Wars. But, on the other hand, they're making a lot of Star Wars for their TV service, to, for their streaming service. A lot of, a lot of TV shows. So, it's a little weird that we can have too much Star Wars at the movie theater, but not too much Star Wars at Disney+. Plus. <laughs> I, I'm missing something there. There's something about that that. There's something about that that doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I guess the Mandalorian's been successful, but they've only done what sixteen episodes. The Flash does twenty three episodes a year. I'm just saying. So basically. Well, oh, I'm just, so, yeah, apparently you can have too much Star Wars at the movie theater, but not too much Star Wars at Disney+. Plus. Enjoy the holiday season. Uh, I guess this is the end of the episode. Um, have, and I um, hope everyone has, has a happy holiday season, stays safe, and, uh, Hopefully, maybe the next episode, I'll have my top five films of the year. Because I kind of don't think I want to have a top ten list of films this year. I, I, may have to talk to, I may have to talk to a couple people and see what they say. Because it feels... Well... Yeah, I just feel maybe a top five might be better for this year than a top ten. But I'll consult with the people who need to be... Con I'll consult with a couple people, see what they think. Or maybe I won't. I don't know. Maybe I'll just do my top five and then... And then next year, if it's a better year for a movie... For going to... If it's a better year and I actually... Uh, 
I'll do a top 10 again. So, well, have a good day.